guys welcome back to another episode of dear emma love amy today's topic is going to be on basically any life advice about moving to like colleges and picking your college and just starting over and getting back into that school mindset because for a lot of people august is right around the corner and that's when school starts and so just getting back in thinking about your goals for um the fall and then also just thinking about you know if you're planning on going to college there's some good tips for, you know, thinking about which college you want or how to get into college, moving into college and what you'll need, and kind of just getting back into that school mindset. But before we start the episode, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about me moving in and me going back to that school mindset. So the other day, I just started moving my stuff into the house that I'm going to be living in next year, which I have deemed the cottage because it looks like the perfect little, like, fairy cottage right out of a movie. Um, and I have a beautiful room, and it's all white, and it's got gorgeous little French provincial windows that open out, and they have these beautiful curtains on them, and everything is just super cute. And so I have to think a lot about, you know, how was I going to move all of my stuff? Like, I have my furniture about 45 minutes away from where I go to school in the house that I live in currently. And I'm like, do I move my furniture from the house that I currently live in to the one that I'm moving into? Um, it's really heavy furniture. It's also like not flat pack furniture, so it'd be kind of hard to move. So I just had to think about a lot of those logistics. Do I get new furniture? You know, how much is that all going to cost? How much is living next year going to cost me? And while I do have a pretty convenient situation next year, as everyone I think in the whole world knows, Boulder is really expensive. It always has been. It's got like a really high tax bracket. It's just very expensive. And so it's hard to find places that are cheap to live in in Boulder. But um, we actually have a family friend who I basically like my grandma in America is what I consider her to be. And we actually bought our dogs from the same litter. Um, And so that's how we got to know her. And she's lived in Boulder for the last 20 years. The house that I'm moving into is, I think it was built in like 1923 or 1924 or something. So it's almost 100 years old. It's beautiful. Um, Everything's built with the little hidey holes everywhere because it's just, they were looking for storage and utilizing the space. So it's amazing. There's so, like the closet is huge, which I'm so excited about because I have so many clothes. But basically, I'm living there um, for free and just, you know, helping out and, and doing what I can there because it's just so expensive in Boulder and she was like no come live with me so that is what I'm doing so I don't have to think about that but I do have to think about the other things like gas and groceries and finding time to meal prep because it's not the same as living in a dorm where you have that dining hall that you can always go to I have to think about all of these different things and figure out how I'm going to fit that into my busy schedule next year. So I'm hoping that this episode will help people who are also going through the same thing and figuring out how they're going to, you know, do college and moving and things like that. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. The one major thing I want to talk about first is picking a school because I feel like you can't really talk about college without talking about how do you pick a college. So when I was going through the process myself, I picked mine based on the degree they had. I go to Boulder. I'm in the business school. Um, They have a really fantastic business program. And I got into a bunch of different other places that had business programs, but Boulder's really well known for their business program. They had kind of the degrees that I wanted to get. So I chose that. And then from there, I chose if I want to go to the place or not. So I say when you're picking a school, you start based on the degree. And I know it's hard for some people because they go in undecided or it's really hard to figure out exactly what you want to do when you're 18 years old. But you kind of have an idea. Like at least I know my friends who went in undecided, they had an idea of what they wanted to do. They just didn't want it set in stone. So they went in undecided. 
but make sure that you at least know the general areas that you want to go into and make sure that school has those programs for those general areas. Because like, say if you want to go to, you want to do, um, I don't know, like astrophysics and that school doesn't offer the astrophysics program, then you're going to have to transfer, but you might love the school. So you might end up doing a different degree. That's not something you actually wanted to do and end up with a career that you didn't even want. So I think picking the degree first and then once you've picked the degree then you can talk about if you like the place or not so you can find a place that had or 10 different places that have the one degree that you want and from there you can say okay this one has a beach I don't like beaches I will go to the mountain one or this one has a mountain I don't like mountains I'll go to the beach one and you can figure out if you like the place or not but I think just having that degree you know it's okay if you don't know what you want to do and it's okay to transfer but I think you want to oh sorry that was my phone <laughs> Um, you want to pick the place that you can really fit in and have the degree that you want and it's going to offer the future that you want because yes, college is a learning experience and it's all about finding yourself and developing yourself, but it is also about getting that diploma and that is why at least my parents are paying thousands of dollars for me to get a diploma. They don't want just me to have fun there. They want me to actually come out with a degree. So they want to make sure that I have the degree that I want to do at the school that I'm going to. And if you're in high school, you have, like at least my high school, had a college and career counselor to talk to, and that will really help. They have um, like free application fees if you go to some of the events that they do, or at least with mine, like there we had talks, and if you went to the talks from each college, you could get a free application, so they'd take the fee away, and then you could just apply for free. And it really was really helpful because then you're just applying to all these different places, and yeah, you might not want to go to it, but at least it's a backup option for you to get into. And in Colorado, we have Colorado Free Day, which uh, I think when I applied, it was on the 31st, but it could, I don't know what day it is now, but I think they switch it around. But if you live in Colorado or other states might have this as well, you can apply to the state schools for free that on that day. Um, and just going to the college and career counselor, kind of mapping out a plan, figuring out, you know, what kind of things you like and what you're searching for in a college. And if you, if your school offers those talks, like I was saying before, um, that the college comes in and talks about it, go to as many talks as you can to learn more about them. I'd also suggest looking into like Google your school and do like a review on whatever school you want to go to. And I did this for Boulder and it was actually this really funny video of this guy who was like stoned out of his mind talking about why he liked Boulder and what he didn't like. And it was very real and just very, um, you know, completely honest about the good and the bad parts. And it was a good look at what I was like going to do and what I was going to be living in and different things like that. And so I think looking into real videos from people who go there, who've experienced it, they can tell you their actual thoughts on it because it's not like a marketed pitch from those college talks. It's what people who actually go there think. They will just tell you. And so it's not the sales pitch. It's a straightforward truth. And I think that's a really good way to gouge whether or not it is the school that you want to go to and what other people are saying is the good and the bad part. Because the sales pitch won't tell you the bad part. It'll just tell you the good parts. But I think also, if you go to as many of those talks that are the sales pitch talk as well, you can kind of see what other schools are offering and what other schools aren't and compare them. So it makes it easier to pick when you have all the information. So go get all the information. And if you don't have a college and career counselor, I think you can like hire them. I know they're very expensive. My neighbor did it because he didn't know where he was going to go. And it was super expensive for him to hire one. Um, and he ended up going to the school that all of his family ended up going to. So I was like, okay, why did you do that? But 
not the point. The point is that you can hire a college and career counselor if your school doesn't offer one, but I think if your school does, take advantage of that to the fullest. And there's probably guidance counselors as well. It might not be called a college and career counselor at your school, but take advantage of that to the fullest because they are really a big help. I spent so much time with my college and career counselor um, my senior year and my junior year, and it's actually kind of funny because I ended up going to the state school, but not the point. The point is that helped me figure out what school I wanted to go to and why I wanted to go to CU over other schools. So once you actually apply to your college and you get in, then the next step is you show up to college. And once you show up to college, and this goes for going back to high school as well, I think it's a good chance for you to start over. I always thought of college and going to college and leaving high school as the moment in my life where I would start over and become the ideal version of myself. And the first year was, you know, it was me trying to do that. It was a bit rocky. I think nothing ever goes to plan, but you know, it's a good chance for you to start over and do all the things the ideal version of you would do. So once you get there, do as many things as you can. Anything you're interested in, join it because you can always drop it later, but just go and see and try. I joined, so there we had a club fair, and I joined every single club that I found any interest in. And then I went to all the meetings, I found out if I would like it or not, and I dropped the ones that I didn't want to do, and I kept the ones that I did want to do going. And I think that was a really good way to figure out where I fit in in school. I even rushed for sororities, and I found that I didn't like them, and I found I liked a different thing. So just try as many things as you can, and just see if you like it. It might be the best thing ever. It might be something you hate, but you don't know unless you try it. I would also suggest once you get to campus, um, meeting with your advisor as soon as possible to make a plan about where you're headed. So at my school, we have what's called a four-year plan and you sit down with your advisor and you kind of talk through what you want to do, what minor you want to do, if you want to do a minor, and what classes you'll need to take and they figure it all out for you. And they'll see if you can graduate early or if you can graduate late or what the deal is. So I figured out that I could graduate early by sitting down with my advisor and making a plan as soon as possible. And do some research on what you want to do. Like, I went in and I wanted to have a poli-sci minor. And then I took my poli-sci class and that switched to a journalism minor. But I went through and I did some research on it and I figured out, you know, this is how you get to this and this is how you get to this. And so when I walked into the appointment, I knew and I could tell the advisor, like, hey, I'm looking at a journalism minor. This is what I thought I needed to get there. Is this accurate? And how can I do that? They also helped me. So right now I'm taking my summer classes. And so they helped me figure out how I could transfer those classes and what transfer classes I could do. So they were really helpful. And I think making that plan as soon as possible allows you to have that goal in mind and kind of a purpose as to why you're there. Because if you're just there kind of doing the classes, not really knowing where it's going or what you're going towards, then there's really not a drive or purpose behind it. But if you can see like the major that you clearly want to do, the minor that you clearly want to do, how that all fits together, and you can see like you can graduate early, then you're like, yes, I really want to do this. Let's go. Let's get all these classes done. It kind of creates more of a motivation behind your schooling. So for the first year, you kind of mainly stay on campus. Um, at least I did at my school. I didn't have a car. Some people brought their car. My sister didn't get her car her freshman year, so I didn't get my car my freshman year. My parents were trying to be all equal about that. Um, but first year, you mainly stay on campus because not a lot of people have cars. And, you know, you don't really get to see all the other places. My parents will always come down and be like, where should we go for dinner? Like, what's the good places? And I'm like, I don't know. I literally eat from the cafeteria. I can't afford any places for dinner. That's why you guys are here to pay for it. So um, I'm like, I don't know. You'll have to ask someone else. We'll have to look it up. But 
because of the fact that first year you mainly stay on campus, the second year, I think a lot of people move out. My school, you can't stay on campus past the first year because they don't have enough housing. My sister moved out her second year as well. And so you kind of need to learn a little bit more about, you know, where the gas stations are, where the grocery stores are. And yeah, you'll figure that out when you move in um, in your second year. But I think it's good to just know where things are. Like even in your first year, it's good to know where the hospital is, where, you know, if you need um, like uh, the bus, where the bus stop is and things like that. So I think it's just good to know and generally have an idea of the geographic location of where you're going to school. One of my friends literally came to school and he took geology, one of his geology classes. And apparently in his geology class, he, they were trying to figure out like, you know, mapping something of Boulder. And he was like, I don't know where Boulder is on a map. I was like, you literally live here. How do you not know where Boulder is on a map? I mean, granted, he did come from Massachusetts, but still, you're supposed to know where you're going to school. So I think that's something important to know, like just the major points, just in case you need something or when you move off campus, where things are going to be. I also would suggest meeting as many people as possible and going to as many networking events as possible. And this is more business related, but I think half of college is the degree and the other half is making those connections and those experiences that'll take you to the next levels in your life. Um, my uh, senior year, I think it was, yeah, senior year um, geography teacher, I think he taught, uh, I want to say it was like US government or something like that, but he said that the first job that he ever got was through a connection he made at college. And so while yes, going to college, you're going to get that slip of paper at the end that says, yes, you've got this degree and you have this ability to do this work in the future. You only get those jobs. Well, you don't only get those jobs, but the best way to get your foot in the door for those jobs is to make those connections and those experiences with people. I met my mentor that I have right now who has introduced me to so many people. I mean, the other week I was at the, the chancellor's dinner meeting the chancellor of our school and sitting down at his house. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. But I met my mentor by just sitting at an event that the school hosted and I just started talking to the people around me. And he was one of the people around me. He liked my ideas. He liked my, my drive and my ambition. And he took me under his wing as my mentor or as a mentee for him. And that's just how I met him. And that was a networking experience and connection that I made just by going to school events and getting out there and meeting as many people as possible. And that goes along with, you know, trying the different clubs and trying the different things because yes, you might hate it. And yes, it might be the most terrifying experience ever, but it can lead to a great opportunity that you can love in the future. So put yourself out there. If you're really introverted, try new things. If you're extroverted even, you can still try new things and put yourself out there and just go meet people. There is always so many cool, great, amazing things at school, especially at a big school like Boulder or like any of those state schools. They're going to have a lot of different programs and they're going to have a lot of different things. And there is going to be people for you no matter where you go. You're going to find your group. You're going to find your people. It may take some time, but they're going to be there. The programs that you want are going to be there. The activities you want, the clubs, everything's going to be there. The degree, it's going to be there. You're going to find it. It may just take time. My first semester, I did not find it. I didn't find the people. I didn't find what I wanted to do. And I didn't feel like Boulder was my place. And then second semester, I joined clubs. I put myself out there. I met new people and I found my people. I found my place and I am the happiest I've ever been. And I'm so excited to go back. Like, yes, it sucks leaving summer because it's amazing, but I'm excited to go back and just have another amazing year with the people that I've met there and with the experiences that I've made and with all the different cool programs there. So there's always going to be a place for you. And you really have to think about that. It might be 
a struggle because I know sometimes I got homesick and I was like, I just want to go home. Like, I hate this. I'm going to drop out. And then other times I was having the best time of my life. And it really is kind of a mix of both. College is the ups and the downs all of the time. It's the stress of the classes and it is the stress of the tests. And you're sitting in the library until like 10 p.m. trying to figure something out and you can't do it. And it's also the really fun moments where you're driving in the car, going to the lake days and your hair is blowing in the wind and you're hanging out with all the great people or you're studying on the field and you're just surrounded by everyone and people are playing spike ball or volleyball and listening to music and it's really, really just fun. So it's a bunch of the different, that was just like two moments in my life that I've captured in two words right there. But it's a bunch of the ups and the downs and Anywhere you go, you're just going to find people for you. And I know it's hard to think about when you're like, I don't know if anyone here is going to be for me, but you will. And I say that with the utmost certainty as someone who has always had a really hard time fitting in. There are going to be people and there are going to be places for you. So the other thing to think about that goes along with college is moving. So Topic number one we're going to be talking about is moving into like a dorm and then we're going to talk about moving into a house, which is more of like your second year. So when you're moving into a dorm, you won't need as much as you think you do. My sister, when she was moving into her dorm, it was the first time we'd ever had like a dorm experience because my parents are from Australia. They don't know anything about like living in dorms because there you just live at home and you drive to school. But when my sister was moving into her dorm, we got everything you could possibly think of for dorms, and she used probably like a quarter of it. So when we moved me into my dorm, I used a lot of her hand-me-downs, um, and then I also like got a few things that were for me, but basically I didn't need that much stuff. I had learned what she needed, and she taught me what she needed in college, and I just took that, and that was enough for me. That was all good, because... In your college dorms, they're a lot smaller. You're sharing it with another person. They're going to bring their stuff too. It's going to be tight fitting. And we had really big dorms at CU, but I know a lot of places have really tiny dorms. So this is kind of just a list of a few things that I brought that I feel like everyone needs in their dorm is, you know, a laundry, like a basket or one of those bags that you can just carry to the laundry room because it most likely won't be in your dorm. Um, bedding stuff, so, you know, you've got your duvet, your um, pillows, your blankets, things like that. Bring a blanket because it does get cold. We were in the basement. It got really cold. Bring a blanket. Robes are really important. You wouldn't think that you would need a robe, but you do. Going in and out of that bathroom when you're tying your hair up in a towel, what do you put on yourself? You need a robe. You need a robe when you're walking down the hall to the bathroom and from the bathroom. It's important. Um, your towel your bathroom stuff, like your toiletries, things like that, um, your clothes, obviously. I had it really nice because I live 45 minutes away, so I could bring my summer stuff, and then when it got colder, I could switch it out for my winter stuff and back and forth. Um, but obviously not everyone can do that because when you're going to college, oftentimes it's far away from where you live. Um, but you really have to just pick the pieces of clothing that you know you're going to wear and that you think that are important to bring. Um, for me, I know this really applied and a lot of people didn't have it when we first got to school, um, but that's important to have is business professional outfits. Um, obviously not for every major, not for every degree, but I think it's still important to have like one business professional outfit just in case you get invited to like some fancy thing that you need business pro for. Definitely pack one of those. Um, what is actually, I didn't think I would need this, but formal dresses, not like full 
ball gown length dresses, but like cocktail party dresses for when you go on like fraternity, sorority formals, you're going to need those pretty dresses. And if you don't have a car and there's not any cool dress shops around, you are going to be stuck. So bring some nice dresses. Swimsuits. Boulder is nice and really confusing because we live in a mountain and we live in the cold winter for like nine months out of the year, but Boulder has an outdoor pool shaped like a buffalo because we're just that cool. <laughs> but bring your swimsuits. That's so important. I used my swimsuit so much last year, um, which is crazy because I literally live in the mountains and there's like no water anywhere around. But there is a river in Boulder that everyone goes and do, does creek days at. So that was important for swimsuits. And then obviously the pool, important for swimsuits. So I'd say bring your swimsuits. If you're not planning on it, definitely something you should do. Bring some desk stuff. Definitely those um, like clear plastic storage things where you can put inside the drawers and then you can kind of figure out like what you're going to put where. Those are very important. Bring those. It's super helpful to stay organized, especially in the tiny desks. Um, blackout curtains was another thing. Often your room will say you can't have it. Bring it anyway. They like ours, they didn't even check. Bring the blackout curtains because they're amazing for when you are right under a lamppost because our room was right under a lamppost and the curtains that they had did not do anything. So bring blackout curtains. Um, also, we have like this ugly tile floor. So bring a rug for the floor because it just makes it so much nicer. And if you're like me and you love to lay down on the floor, that's amazing too. Bring that. Tupperware is also something you should bring. Um, me and my roommate, we would go into the dining hall and like smuggle stuff out in our Tupperware because we were only allowed to go in, like for most of my time at school, I was only allowed to go in 15 times a week to the dining hall. So I needed, like you eat 21 meals normally in a week and I only had 15. So I had to like kind of steal stuff from the dining hall until I got my meal plan changed to a 19 meals a week one. Um, so Tupperware is really important. And then power strips as well. You don't realize how much power strips you will need or how many power strips you'll need until you get there and you see that there are like two, um, box, what are those called? They're like the plugs, the outlets, two outlets in the entire room. And you're like, where is all my stuff going to go? So bring power strips. Those are important. You also, so I've seen a lot of people come to college with like those plastic plates from Target and like silverware. You don't need that. You eat most of your time at the dining hall um, on around campus. You don't really need plates. And if you bring them, you're going to end up washing them in like the sink of the bathroom. And it's just not fun. So don't bring those because they're not that fun to wash in the bathroom. Um, also, while yes, it is fun to dress up your college dorm and make it super cute. And I know everyone's been thinking about it since the day where they were born. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is the color scheme, blah, blah, blah. Save on things like shower caddies and bed sheets because you're never going to use those again. So like my shower caddy I used because it was my sister's and then I got it because she's not going to use a shower caddy again. Like when do you use a shower caddy? You don't. So bed sheets also, when are you going to have a twin XL bed again? You're not. So things like those, save on them. Don't go out and buy like silk twin XL bed sheets that you're only going to use once because... You're only going to use them for a year and then you probably won't use them again. Unless you're like moving into a sorority house, don't like spend a lot on those kinds of things because they're not really important. And yes, you might want to have like the super cute room, but it's kind of better to save money on that when you're in your dorm and then spend it more when you move out into like an apartment or a place that you actually are going to be for a while. Then spend it on that, not spending on your twin XL bed sheets and your shower caddy. Also, last important thing to bring is snacks. Like I said, I had 15 meals a week. 
I ran out of meals all the time and I needed snacks to get me through the day. Otherwise I would have like literally fainted from starvation. So bring your snacks, bring lots of healthy snacks because often school will not have healthy snacks. Bring those. Also, our school had a, like in each dorm, it had um, a kind of snack basket or snack bin where they just had like extra snacks that anyone could have if they didn't have a snack. So figure out where those are because those are great too, but bring snacks because they're very important. Okay, so the next thing is moving into a house. So this is if you're going into your second year like me and you're moving out of your dorms and you're moving into a house. So this is where you need all of those house things like the plates, like the silverware, like the, um, like the frying pans and things like that. And for both the dorm actually and for moving into a house, there are things that you wouldn't think of that you need. Things like trash bags, things like mops, things like vacuums. Mops and vacuums probably are more for moving into a house, but things like cleaning, cleaning spray, sprays, oh my god, I could not say that word, <laughs> cleaning sprays and cloths, you'll need those because your room does get really dirty, you're going to need those trash bags because you're throwing out a lot of stuff, those are important to get for your dorm and for your house. You also, when you're picking someone to live with, um, when you move into a dorm, you're living, you can switch out normally, so um, at least at CU, you could switch out whenever you wanted. Um, it was like maybe, I feel like probably a month waiting process. But if you didn't like who you're living with, you could switch out. So that's what you can do when you live in a dorm. But when you live in an apartment, you are kind of stuck there with a lease. So it's a lot harder and more expensive to change. And so you really have to think about who you're going to live with. So pick someone who you know you're going to work out with. If you had a roommate for your dorm that you fought with a lot, but you just got along with when you signed the lease, it's not going to go well. That happened with my sister. She had a roommate who they kind of fought a lot in when they were living in the dorms. And then when they signed the lease to their new apartment, they were, you know, really friendly and, and at a good place with each other. And so they were like, oh, it's going to be fine. But then when they moved into the apartment, it just was a downhill spiral from there. So you really have to think about who you're going to live with. I think if you're picking someone when you pick into your, when you're moving into your dorms, pick someone who is like you. Um, but when you move into your house, you kind of have two options. You can pick someone um, who is like you. So you're kind of on the same routine, same schedule, or pick someone who is completely opposite of you. So you never see each other. Like if you are up early, pick someone who goes to bed super late. So you miss every miss each other or like if um they shower early and you shower late do that so you're never at the shower at the same time just different things like that to make it easier for you also save the summer before because everything adds up your gas adds up your groceries add up everything costs money and so I think saving a lot before allows you to kind of go into the year with a head start you know utilities cost money rent costs money if you're paying for it yourself so just making money the summer before is the best way to kind of like have a head start when you're going into your second year. So that way you're not always stressed about having enough money. Also, buy furniture if you're like moving into your um, new apartment and it's not already furnished and you're not going to bring um, your furniture from home, move or buy easily packable furniture. Um, so my desk for my room that I'm moving into is from Walmart. My bed and tables are from Amazon. Um, yeah, so beds for my or the bed, like the mattresses from Ikea. So it's easy to move around. The bed literally comes like rolled up and then you just like open it and it spreads out like a big mattress. Um, and the other stuff is like flat packed and really easy to just move around and really easy to assemble and disassemble. 
So, um, or unassemble. Um, so it was really easy to just move. So I think that's something really important too. You don't want to be carrying a ton of stuff. A lot of people don't have huge cars to transport stuff in either. If you can get it shipped to that place, I would get it shipped to that place. Um, because then it just makes it easier. You're not having to move it. So buy the furniture that can be easily shipped, easily moved, and easily assembled and disassembled to make your life easier. So the last thing that we're going to touch on, um, is getting back into that school mindset. So like I said earlier, summer is coming kind of to an end for some people. Um, early August is when most people's school starts or mid-August or, you know, early September. And so whether you're going to college or you're just staying in high school, it's not about, like, it's a good time. It's never not a good time to start making goals and making plans. And so make your goals for the school year. Who are you going to be? Just like when we talked about resetting and reformatting for summer, Figure out what your school year is going to be like. Is it going to be a hot girl school year? Is it going to be a healing girl school year? Is it going to be, you know, what's your fall and winter going to look like? Are you going to be focused on your academics? Are you going to be more partying? Like, what is it going to look like for you? And figure out a plan for how to turn it into that kind of school year or that kind of fall and winter. If you have those final assignments, this is the time to start doing them. I know in high school, I always had like the AP summer class assignments or AP um, assignments for over the summer, not a summer class. Um, and so you have to get those done. So get your assignments done, time to start doing those. Also start getting into the routine you wanna have nailed by the time you get to school. And like, I always would, I think, I guess everyone hears it, that you should, you know, start going to bed at the time that you would go to bed for school, like a week before you start. That way you get into the routine. If you start getting into the routine that you want, like if you start saying, I'm going to work out at 7 a.m. and then I'm going to eat at 9 and then I'm going to do this and this. If you start getting into that routine, you'll have it nailed by the time you get to school and you won't have to worry about getting into that routine once you're there. You'll just be able to hit the ground running and make all your plans and um, focus on schoolwork and things like that instead of just focusing on getting a routine. Also, start doing all the things that you want to get done before the end of the summer because once you get those things done, like we had that summer bucket list we talked about, if you get those things done, you feel like you accomplished the summer that you wanted. There will be more on this topic later about getting into the school mindset and balancing, you know, stressful school and, and having a fun life and things like that. But this is just all for right now. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope that it was really helpful. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye!